week I've been thinking about that very first Christmas Eve service that we had here on December the 24th, 1997. And it was Bill Kennedy, Pat's dad, that read the, the Christmas story. I'll never forget him sitting up here and all the kids came around and Angela and, and Kelly were, were just little bitty things and Aaron was a little bitty thing. Precious memories. How they linger. I remember Ed Judy singing Silent Night. Seems like we've always had several versions of Silent Night during, during the program. And Ed always sang it in German. What a blessing that was. And then when Ed... Ed couldn't sing it any longer because of age and ability. Jill stepped up and sang it in German. She's gone now. So, Robin, you need to learn to sing it. No, I'm just. <laughs> but since 1997, we've had a whole bunch of getting together like this and celebrating Christmas Eve together as a church family. I can't think of anything that's more special, more delightful, more needed than for us to come together as a church family and spend this evening like this together. Over the last several weeks during our worship service, we've been talking about the where Christ was born when Christ was born, this morning we talked about how he was born, the virgin birth and how absolutely necessary that is. Well, this morning, this morning, this evening, for just a short period of time, I want to talk about why Christ was born. And then after this short message, Isabella's going to come and sing. Yeah, yeah. Pat and Isabella are going to lead us all in silent night. But as we talk about the why did Christ come, it speaks of God's incredible love that he has for each and every one of us. The fact that the angels celebrated the birth of Christ as well they should I think describes the excitement of heaven, the excitement of God the Father providing that means of salvation that each and every one of those on earth then and down through those ages down through the ages up until now has needed as they celebrated that coming, that birth. In Luke chapter 2, God's word tells us very clearly. In verse 11, well, I'll start with verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. 
and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. And here's why Christ was born. In the city of David, a Savior. A Savior. Which is Christ, the Lord. The anointed one of Jehovah. The one who was promised to fallen man would come to redeem, to reconnect, to reconcile us to God the Father. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Here's another reason why Christ came. Goodwill toward men. What we need to understand that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself by the only means that that could happen. That God himself become that sacrifice that he demanded. And what he demanded, he became and his only begotten son. Goodwill toward men. Mankind was lost, separated from God because of sin, rebellion. But God desires to fellowship with his creation. And when I say his creation, I mean each and every one of you. God desires to be connected, for the two of you to be reconciled together so that in eternity to come, you will reign and live and serve with him in heaven. Not a hope so, not a maybe, not a perhaps, not a, boy, if I'm just good enough, boy, if I can just seem to measure up, folks, Christ Jesus measured up. He is the one who was the perfect Lamb of God. He is the one that God the Father said, Behold my Son in whom I am well pleased. He's the one that went to Calvary. He's the one that paid the debt in order that we might have eternal life. Why did Christ come? Luke 19.10 says, to seek and to save that which was lost. That was all of us. That was all of us. Unfortunately, some of you he's still seeking. And I pray that this is the evening that you find him. And by faith, trust in Christ Jesus. But of all these verses, it's John 3.16 that I want to make sure that we understand why did Christ come regardless of dispensation, regardless of God's dealing with man, regardless. We need to understand that the reason Christ came was for God so loved 
the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What a savior. What a God we have who loves us so much. Folks, I agree with the angels. He was absolutely, still is, worth celebrating and rejoicing over. We might as well get used to it because for those of us who know Christ Jesus as Savior, we're going to spend eternity worshiping and praising and reigning with him. I don't know what all that indicates. I don't know what all that means. But I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be beyond what my imagination can begin to conjure up. My finite mind just cannot begin to grasp all that God has planned. But I'm going to find out. Are you? Are you? Izzy, will you come up? Pat's going to come up. And Izzy's going to lead us tonight in silent night. And I hope each and every one of you has your candle. And as she sings, we're going to stand and the guys are going to come forward and they're going to start lighting the candles. And then on the last few verses, we'll join Pat and Izzy in silent night.
Would you bow with me in prayer? Father, we come before you now as we close the service. How thankful we are for the birth of our Savior. Father, how thankful we are that you looked beyond our faults and you saw our need and you met that need that that baby became the Christ on Calvary's cross. And Father, we're thankful for that ultimate sacrifice that purchased our redemption. Father, we come before you this, this evening and how we thank you that the Lord Jesus was delivered for our offenses and how thankful we are that he was raised again for our justification. We thank you for the, main, the manger. We thank you for the cross. And oh, how we thank you that the tomb is empty, that we serve a risen Savior. Now, Father, I pray that you will bless us now as we leave. Father, pray your blessings on each and every family that's represented here. Father, may you use each and every one of us to be a minister of the word of reconciliation. Father, that you'll bless each home, each life, that you'll use us, Father, to bring glory and honor to you. Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for this local body of Christ. I thank you for each and every person who's here. Father, pray your blessings on their lives. And we pray all these things in the name that every knee is going to bow to, that every tongue is going to confess to, to your glory, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, who's Lord of all. Amen.